Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest has more than 25 years of experience in the lifting industry. He's also a member of the European Rental Association Statistics Committee. Please welcome Tim Whiteman, CEO and Managing Director of the International Powered Access Federation. Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here, Peggy. Well, we're delighted to have you with us. So, Tim, let's talk more about mobile elevating work platforms because, you know, we talk so much about the different things in construction, and I think this is really interesting because you guys work so much on powered access, licensing, card, and the importance of that, and making sure that that job site is actually safe. I think that's what we look at and really kind of what's going on there. So walk us through a little bit about sure. who you guys are and what the, the importance of that, I think, to the construction job site in general. So we are a, a not-for-profit uh, created by the manufacturers and the users of aerial work platforms, also known as mobile elevating work platforms, uh, and we were created about 35 years ago. Uh, we have offices in uh, all the main industrialized countries in the world. And we're created to share safety information. We were created to keep uh, these machines safe and to ensure that the people who are operating them go home safe at night by allowing industry to share safety information. And one of the things that we do is provide a training program and training materials but we're very active in safety standards uh, we sit on the, the uh, relevant ANSI committees for example and we're very active in the new ANSI standards that are coming out affecting the safe use of this equipment and when we talk about all that we talk about safety and we talk about all the things you're doing and we're looking at all the things. Why is it when we talk about, like, you know, some of the things that you talk about with mass climbing work platforms and the courses that are there, why are there things like when we talk about limits and we talk about the size, why are those important when we think about the construction industry? I know it sounds like everybody should know that, but it really plays a very critical role sure. in what people need to understand. So the reason this equipment is important is because the single largest cause of fatal accidents in the workplace is people falling from height when they're using the wrong kind of equipment. So the latest statistics that are available from OSHA are for 2014. And in 2014, 40% of fatal injuries in construction, which is about 360 workers, were caused by people falling from height. Those are people who have been told to get up there, fix that machine or fix that aircon unit or whatever, and haven't got a proper plan, a proper strategy, haven't got the, the right equipment to do that work safely. It's the, it's the temporary nature of it. It's get up there and fix it. And MUPs, AWPs, whatever you like to call them, are an important part of the solution. They can provide a, an engineered and cost-effective way to allow workers to do temporary work at height. You, you get in a basket, you move the lever, 
you go exactly to the point where you need to do the work, you stay in the basket so you're protected, and you can do the work. And it's still a relatively new technology. It's only been around for about 30, 35 years. So people are still kind of getting used to it and thinking, wow, we, we could use that to fix the windows, to um, put in the new aircon unit, whatever it is. So will these platforms that you're describing or what we're talking about, will they be used? What will these be used for in the future? I guess my question is, are they going to look differently? Are they... Is everything going to seem different than what most people are used to today, I guess, is what I'm trying to understand as you're describing here. Mm -hmm. So the technology is advancing, and the traditional, I mean, a lot of people call these machines cherry pickers or even flying carpets, and the traditional cherry pickers and flying carpets, scissor lifts or booms, are getting better and better. So they still look the same, but they have a lot more technology behind them. Um, there's a new ANSI standard coming in uh, within the next year or so, which will include, for example, uh, overload protection. That means that if you inadvertently overload the platform, the platform will stop. It will prevent you from moving it and getting into a dangerous situation. Now, they'll still look the same, and that's important because people need to understand that the machine that looks the same will react differently. In terms of the machines themselves going forward, they're going to, I think, keep looking the same in the next five, six, seven, eight, ten years, and, and who knows what happens after that. But they're going to keep getting bigger and bigger. Um, there, there are huge machines out there now. They're very rare, but there are some enormous machines which really allow you to get to the most difficult-to-reach places. So I'm a big believer that a lot of people now... Um we have this new generation that feels like they can look online, they can read it, they don't actually need to be trained, they can see it and say, okay, I can go out there and do it. But we still mm -hmm. need to be properly trained, right? I mean, it's not something you could just say, oh, I got this, right? We still need proper training, Absolutely. even though the mindset says we don't need to because we can see it and read it and do it. But I don't know. I still get a sense because there's so many accidents in construction. What do you see then? Oh, you're absolutely right, Peggy. And these, these machines are fundamentally safe, and they're part of the solution. But in the wrong hands, like anything, they can be dangerous. You know, it's like uh, automobiles these days are so safe, but if you drive them, if you operate them incorrectly, they are a hazard to the people around you. Now, these machines look very simple to use, especially the smaller, smaller ones. They look very straightforward, but you can easily be a hazard to the people around you if you haven't had the correct training. And OSHA and ANSI do require that operators of these machines should be trained, and there are industry standards out there which require people using these machines to be trained. Un untrained people should not be allowed to use these machines. The training can be fairly fast. It doesn't, it's not like you have to send them to a college or something, but they do need professional training, which should be a, a mixture of classroom and, and practical and we, we generally recommend that a, an operator lead needs at least a day of training before operating a standard machine. So we're not saying at this point no technology to this day is making any equipment foolproof, right? I mean it's not that you can go out there and say well we're 100% f 
safe because technology is enabling that. It's the same thing you just described as an automobile. Even though technology in our automobiles is making us a little bit safer on the road because we, we've got LIDAR and radar and things in our cars that we can see things, you know, when we're driving, but yet it still requires that we know how to operate them and certain things and know how to use them. We're saying here in construction, we still need the same things as what you're describing then. That's correct, but we're also using new technology in the training. So, for example, uh, we are now making available um, an e-learning or a remote learning module which covers half of the training. Um, people can access that and, and, and can train at home, and you know that that's targeted at the, the di digital generation, of course. But we still recommend um, that everybody should actually have uh, at least half a day of, of supervision, sometimes more, on the machines before they get onto a job site. It's so different. So there's a mixture of online training and practical training that we would recommend for everybody. And it's again, it's all about making the operator aware of how to use the machine safely. They are safe machines. There are very few accidents. But if you become overconfident, if you're blasé, if you don't see what's happening around you, you can be a danger to yourself and to other people. The exciting part of what you just described is that technology is really changing at the job site. So what do you see? I mean, you've just described a lot of things. What's your idea of what's going to happen at the job site? You know, it's here right now, but what do you see as the job site's changing? Because we're seeing a lot of technology coming very quickly when it, we talk about equipment. You, you have to see a lot more things happening that we even, haven't even kind of touched the surface on when we talk about the job site of the future. Sure, and, and, and part of the job site of the future is um, assembling more and more material at ground level because it's safer and then lifting it into place. And at the point where you lift it into place or when you're doing the final adjustments is, is when you're going to need these kind of aerials. And... The largest aerials that are out there in the world now can reach up to uh, an amazing, let me get this right, it's 367 feet, and they can reach out 104 feet, so they can reach out and over a, a low-lying building, 104 feet. Those are the, the largest in the world. Now, standard is certainly up to a couple of hundred feet and 60 feet outreach. So these machines are allowing people to work safely at height and to deal with uh, the, the, the challenges of working up at those great heights. Well, it sounds exciting. So, Tim, we want to thank you for being with us. Where can our listeners go to learn more information about what you guys are doing and helping continue to keep the job site safe? So we have an office in uh, Albany, New York, and we'd also invite you to visit IPAF, that's I-P-A-F, Com. Um, and, of course, visit us at ConExpo. We'll be in the gold lot in the lift safety zone. All right. Well, Tim, thank you so much for being with us today. Okay, listeners, we're out of time, but we will encourage you to register for ConExpo. You can go up to www.aem.org or, as always, ConExpo, ConAg.com to register for the event. Stick around. We've got more to come right here. We're listening to ConExpo, ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Imagine what's next for the future of the construction industry. 3D printing, robotics, roadways that heal, autonomous vehicles, holograms, augmented reality. Step into the new tech experience at Con Expo Con Ag and revolutionize how you think about infrastructure, the future job site, and the skills needed for tomorrow's workforce. Just one part of North America's largest construction show. Attend Con Expo Con Ag March 7th through 11th in Las Vegas. If it's new, it's here. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at conexpoconag.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. 